everybody, welcome back to another episode of the Music Biz Weekly Podcast brought to you by the great folks over at HypeBot.com. Thank you so much, Bruce and everybody over at HypeBot for sponsoring the Music Biz Weekly Podcast. Um, so another day where we get on the phone and we're like, crap, guest falls through. What are we talking about? <laughs> yeah, yeah, I guess... Uh, some people don't use their calendars on their computers, but um, that's okay. You show, know, the show we, must we have go some on, of our right? best conversations. Yeah, exactly. You the know, show the, the lead on. guitarist is sick. Well, we're still putting the show on. So right. I threw out an idea, and, and, and you thought it might be worth chatting about. So in the past, we and so many people are always about what's your marketing plan? What's your strategy for your album release? What's your strategy and your plan for your upcoming tour? Plan, plan, plan in advance, in advance. Get ready so you can you can market and promote it. And and we've talked about that to death. And and I don't know if we've talked about this concept, but I know I wrote an article about you also need a marketing plan for your downtime. So yeah. when you're between albums, when you're between tours, what's your plan? What's your plan to be active? What are you going to do? What are you promoting during that downtime? But it, it, it dawned on me this morning, it's like, you know, there's kind of a third category of where you need a plan. You need a plan to kind of wrap up things when things are over. So when your your 18-month world tour finishes and you're not going to tour for another 12 months, what are you doing to wrap that up and clean that up? When your album has ran its cycle when you've milked everything you can out of that that release and you just can't promote it anymore because it's two years old or whatever um you know what's your marketing plan for cleaning up wrapping up changing the focus of things and 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 what i mean by that and i know you've encountered this jay because we chatted about it i'm sure everybody listening can can point to encountering this at least one time you go find a band that you have some interest for whatever reason in, and you head over to their website, their Facebook page, Twitter, YouTube, whatever it is, and it's it's December 7th, 2017 when you're going there, and the first thing that pops up is a big Facebook header banner that says, just announced tour dates, 2016 World Tour. June. June. <laughs> <laughs> or new album coming soon, <clears throat> releasing yeah. 2015. You, whatever it is, we've all yeah. encountered that where you the the messaging is 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 not accurate because time has moved on and you haven't right. and you haven't right. moved on your your online <clears throat> world and 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 maybe a a full blown plan isn't what's needed, but the point is you need to think about what are the few things you need to clean up and change in your world yeah. to reflect yeah. a major event coming to an end and something else not happening or starting or just going idle. Yeah, I think that you you just hit on two key points. I think one is yes, the downtime, but two is kind of the wrap up, right? And let me let me address wrap up first because I know some artists that do it really well. And you you know you referred to you know a big world tour, and that's awesome. And I hope everybody gets to that point. But let's say you do just a regional tour or uh, whatever that 
those dates are. It could be a few dates. It could be 30, 40, 50 dates. When you get back, the good artists or the ones that are good at you know, this marketing and, and keeping busy and keeping the progress moving forward will do things like reach out to the venues and thank them you know, for uh, having a great show and helping them out and reach out to press people. Hey, thank you so much for that great article on this last tour we did. I really appreciate it. You know, here's what's coming up next for me. But kind of, you know, thanking the people along the way that helped you. I think that even if you get added to a playlist, and I think people miss this a lot, is if you get added to a playlist, however small, even if it's, you know, Spotify, Apple Music, even if it's on a blog or something, make sure that you thank in your socials, in your emails, and, you know, hey, we were added to this playlist. Here's a link to it. We're, we're super excited about it. And those are some of the things you can do post-tour, post-release, to kind of thank the people that helped you along the way. You know what? To, to, to provide some real a real list of action items. Let's let's pick two things mm. here. A tour ends and an album cycle ends. And yeah. and some of the specific things that you need to go out and do. So a tour ends. Specific things you need to do. Make sure you've removed all headers and graphics throughout all of your social networks and websites that are promoting this tour. Anything that says that's over. Here, that that's yeah. that's over. Now you could opt to replace it with a graphic that says, thank you for everybody who came out and saw us on the last tour, and you can leave that up for a month or so. But again, that shouldn't be there two years from now. So it just means you need to think about that. But but what what I'm saying is get rid of anything that says, click here to see tour dates, click here to buy tickets, click here for VIP packages. That stuff needs to be removed. And, And typically that's, header images on Facebook, that might be profile images, Twitter header images, maybe it's your, your artwork on YouTube, um, on, on, right. on, on your website, yeah. the same thing. Um, now, the other th- another thing to, 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 to make sure you check are your tour dates pages. So uh, if you're promoting a tour, odds are hopefully you've, you're using all of them, bands in town, song kick, Facebook events, everything. Well, you probably made those tour dates front foremost active, most visible on all of your properties. Mm -hmm. It's probably time to move them back. You don't need an empty listing of tour dates being the first thing that pops up when somebody comes to the site now. Um, So, you know, instead of having tour dates as the number one item on your Facebook page, maybe turn it off. You know, something to keep in mind is it doesn't look good if somebody isn't aware of your history and your activity. It doesn't look good to come to a page and just see a bunch of empty tour dates. It's like you're not doing anything. It's better to just turn it off and not have anything there. Yeah. Maybe on your website. I agree. Maybe on your website you just put a message on tour dates that says, thanks, everybody. See you next year. Something along those lines. Just don't leave a big empty page. Yeah, agreed. And when you get back from a, <clears throat> excuse me, when you get back from a tour, uh, again, regardless of how big or small it is, there's a couple of things that you have. One, 
if you're smart, you've had some kind of you know clipboard out to get people to sign up for your mail list. Um, and that's key. When you come back, you should be coming back with a list of names, right? And if you have those, maybe it's time for you to put together a quick email thank you to those people. Hey, thanks for signing up for my newsletter. Really appreciate it. Here's what's going on with me right now. You know, I'll, I'll be seeing you soon. Maybe put a couple of images from the tour or whatever, just to kind of thank them for signing up and being a part of it. And then the other part of that is typically when you get back from, you know, some tours, you, you have merch left over. Um, and maybe there's some items there that are specific to that tour. Maybe not. But maybe that gives you something to communicate with your email list or with your socials to say, hey, you know, we're, you know, we have a few items left. We're going to blow through this stuff. You know, here's some things just for you for this limited time. But keep that communication going. Yeah, for sure. It's definitely you want to you want to you want to wrap up and thank people wherever possible. Um, another an, an, another thing that that often happens is if you're doing a, a tour, maybe you did a press release to announce that tour, and you put that press release in your about section or in your bio, somewhere on your website, first and foremost. Because again, when you're promoting it, that's what you want to do. That makes sense. When it's over, make sure you go in there and pull that press release out. That doesn't need to be your about copy two years after a tour ended. Pull yeah. it out, throw a generic bio back in there and leave that yeah. in there. Um, another, yeah, I, an another thing. I that, agree. I think one last... Oh, go ahead. No, 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 go ahead, go ahead. Well, I was just going to say, you know, when you come up to an end of something like this, I think you should provide a little closure. And, and what I mean by that is uh, I saw an artist prepare kind of, uh, you know, stories from the road. Oh, yes, kind of thing. Definitely. And I thought that was really cool because then I could go through and it's like, oh, there's the date that I was at. There's a little funny anecdote from the story that you know well, I it, was at. It, it, it's, it's almost like what, what you want to do are two things. You need to do things that are just clean up. And then if you have the, the bandwidth, the time, the ability to do it, a content strategy to do what you just talked about. Now let me ask the fans to send in their video clips and their photos and do yeah. you have show reviews and send them to me and I'll start posting all of that and that keeps you busy for the next six to eight weeks posting stuff. But, yeah. you know, for me, the real crucial thing is if, if you can gather all that content and do that, that's great. But a lot of bands we know just can't do that they release their team their support team after something major happens it's back to the core band members and maybe they're on vacation and they they just need to decompress they're not worried about that but you got to at least you got to at least refresh all of the the properties so you're not po promoting something old one one an, another Agreed. another yeah. item that i see so frequently is um, especially on on YouTube and Facebook, you know, you can you can you can put a featured video in place on both of those. Where a lot of times it's a featured video that might be a a video promoting the tour or promoting an upcoming date or something along those lines. And again, while the tour is happening, that's awesome. You should be doing that. When the tour is over, you don't need to have a video commercial right. for the upcoming tour featured. Pull it off. Pull it off featured. You don't right. need to. You don't need to get delete the video. Just remove it from featured and put up your last music video. Just put something yeah. generic up there again. It 
all, all, all I'm saying is when a tour ends, you need to clean up everything you've done that was designed to actively promote an ongoing tour so you don't look foolish when somebody yeah. six months from now shows up and goes, what is this? They're promoting something that ended. It, don't yeah. they care? Yeah, and you touched on this a little bit earlier, and I think it bears repeating, is it's so easy to do, but when you get back uh, from a tour or an event like this, um, just take and do a, a, a refresh of your entire banner set. You know, look at your header, you know, Facebook Twitter, Instagram, you know, all of that stuff. Make sure that all of those banners not only are updated and fresh and don't have, you know, the old tour on there, but make sure they're consistent so you have a consistent brand and look and feel yep. across all of your socials. Make, make, make sure you update your Twitter and your Instagram profile bios, the little little copy they give you. Again, many times that copy is going to say we're on tour right now. Click here for tour dates and buying tickets. Pull that out. Put something generic right. up there that just says, go visit our website, go visit our Facebook page, whatever it might be. Yeah. Um, so, you know, th those, are, those are some specific things related to an end of tour. Now, maybe an end of an album promotional cycle. An album is done. And, and frankly, a lot of the exact same elements need to be looked at when an album is over. Because you've probably been using your header images to promote a new album. And I'm not saying you no longer want your album to be promoted, but what you need to look at is the messaging. So it's no longer brand new album or coming soon album or just released album. Keep in mind yeah. that now this this header image might be up there for a year until you do something else. So just Yeah, let me just interject generic. really quickly. You just said something that I just had experience with. Um, even if it's not your header images and banners and things, I've been on so many artists' website, and this this happened to me this week, where on the website it still said "coming soon" this album, and well, the album's been out for six you months. Know, <laughs> exactly, it's not coming soon anymore. You know, so I think it's really important that you look at all of your assets. Coming your in or, or or coming in March, and I'm sitting here going, "All right, would it have uh, been next last March? March or next March?" <laughs> That's right. It, and you'd be surprised how many sites that we go to that have things like that because typically, and, and let's be honest, when you're dealing with socials, you know, the Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, you know, those kinds of things, and even, you know, YouTube to some degree, a lot of that is just done in your feed. And a lot of people may not be going to your actual Facebook page or Twitter or whatever, but it's still very important because – even if some fans aren't going there, trust me, uh, booking agents, you know, people yep. who are looking to put talent in their clubs, one of the first things you're going to do, and Michael, you know this better than anyone, if there's some band that you're not aware of, you're going to check out their footprint. You want to see how many followers they have. You want to see how professional they look and, you know, is their site pro, you know, how many followers do they have on Facebook? Is it, but are the are the post a bunch of bunch of bands in town posts and that's all there is, or are they actually having a relationship with their audience? Yeah, those types yeah. of it, things. It, 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 it's all about what is the image you're presenting <clears throat> and, and nobody is going to fault you because you're now done touring or between albums. Everybody understands that's just the nature of this business. There's cycles, but, right. but, 
what we want to see is how how professional are you bef- between these cycles that you're paying attention to these things and again it sometimes it's you you update that header once before the album comes out and you don't need to touch it for the next 8 months legitimately you yeah. don't need to touch yeah. it but if you don't touch it after the album has already been out and you're done promoting it it's those little details that people will go well, are they paying attention to things here? Do I want do I want to get involved with them in some capacity if they can't pay attention to a release date or the header image, you know. Yeah. Li- listen, we've we've talked about changing of 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 tours and albums, but good god, band members. You change the bass player and you've still got a photo up there from the old bass player a year yeah, later. It's like, come on. These little yeah. these little details, and I get it that sometimes they can be very annoying. Of oh, I got to drop everything and make one little change. I'm not making a big, but that one little change is really important. And and all I'm saying is, part of your planning should be here's everything I'm doing up front to promote it, but let yeah. me keep a little <clears throat> to do list that at some point in the near future here. These are the things that I need to remember to clean up, right. remove, and change when the album is done. I'm no longer again, right. and, and, and again, it might just be, might just be the verbiage. Hey, Apollo. Sorry about that. <laughs> That's the, okay. It dropped off a package and he's going nuts. <laughs> Apollo, you're okay, buddy. He's saving me from the we're, UPS we're, driver. We're not, we're not being killed by UPS. Um, but <sighs> it's it's just you know. Oh my God. You know, update all, update all these yeah. little things. Because here, here's the other thing that really, it can really become a, a pain in the ass. You don't update those things, and then, yes, another new album does show up, and you forgot to update the bio about copy that's buried in Facebook, and now you're promoting a new album, but the about copy is promoting something from two years ago. And I think a good way to kind of attack this is I, I've got a client who's got this really great kind of one sheet. And what they do is they take a look after all of these things, like a release, a single release, an album release, an EP release, a tour, any of these kinds of things. <clears throat> they take a look at the sheet. And what's on the sheet is not only your social, you know, the Facebook, Twitter, Instagram kind of thing, and it's got YouTube, but it also takes a look at Spotify for artists, oh, yes. you know, where you can go in there and make sure that you have the featured uh, music that you want or the image that you want or the bio that you want. You should have, and also on there, you know, for them, they have, you know, the Wikipedia page and, you know, they have all sorts of these things that you see online uh, for this artist. You know, the the bio that you have on YouTube and just all of these different things you should have kind of in a checklist. Then it's really simple. You know, you don't have to think about it too much when you get back from a tour or you have one of these events. If you can't do it, have somebody on your team do it, but make sure that, I mean, bios are really important because there are people that read, you know, bios and that you want that updated. If that bio is talking about your last album, that's a problem. Well, you know, I, let me let me give you a, a, a real world example of how these bios <clears throat> are used. So, you know, I've stated before that I, that I book a club and a lot of times when we set up an artist, I set up an artist page on the venue website and there's a little bio section. Uh, listen, I'm not kidding. 99% of the time, the artists we book will never send us their bio. I never hear from them. You That's know, they crazy. Ne- they never, so it's up to me to go out and find it. So I go to a website or I go to Facebook. 
usually those are the two places where I can find a nice bio. I'd hate to go to Wiki just because Wiki is not necessarily controlled by the artist. That's right. So hopefully <coughs> either on their website or on the Facebook page, they put a bio in there. And all I do is go in there and copy the bio that's on the website or on Facebook. And I usually will take whatever photos you've got there as well. And that's what I use as the venue to set up your page and to sell and promote you. So the same thing happens if somebody wants to review you, write about you. They may not reach out to you and say, I want something. They may just do it because they yeah. like it. And they go to your website and they pull the assets off of that. And that's what they build from. Now, do you want the show? And I've had this. I've had artists who are like, you know, two months later, hey, what the hell? You've got the old band photo up there. Yeah. Dude, well, why. I, you know, where did I get the old band photo? Your website or your Facebook <laughs> right. page. Right. You know, so you need you need to keep those things current because people use those and you don't know they're using them and they're using them for important yeah. reasons. Yeah, I'd like to plug a service here, and, and I don't have any skin in the game for it, but I use it quite a bit. There's a there's a website called presskit.to, and and you should check it out. What what I love about it is it's basically meant just as you would think it is. It's a press kit, but what you do is you put in your your bio, right? You put in your approved images, photographs that you want, any approved videos that you have, kind of a catchphrase if you have one, but it keeps it really simple. And now you've got a link to something that you can, you know, send out to clubs, you know, that's always updated. And I have some clients that use it and up until a certain point, uh, it's free. Um, but if you use that, great. If you're just using your website, which, you know, that's great too. Um, to your point, people go there and they look at this stuff and they use this stuff, especially images. I'm constantly going to artist websites for approved images that I need for whatever the reason. And if those are outdated, you're just perpetuating that. Make sure those, you know, it doesn't take a lot of time. It's yeah. really important. Yeah, really important. So, I mean, the, 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 Again, so let me just stress the importance of you need to clean up after something happens. At, at whatever, whatever your major activity you've been promoting online is over, pay attention, change the messaging, change the imagery, make it more generic, make sure you're, you're ready to promote the next item. Don't leave old activities up there. It, it really doesn't look well for you no. to, to, to be promoting a tour that ended three months ago, an album that, that was dead a year ago. Yeah, well, put yourself in the, in the other person's shoes. If you go to your favorite artist's website to, get, to see what's going on and there's dates from months ago and the release is an update, I mean, you don't want to go back to that website. Once you kind of go to a site and it doesn't really have what you need, you probably won't return. Yeah. Yeah, so just just try and you know try and <clears throat> clean up everything and put it into a st almost it's not, it's not a great word for social media, but put it into a state of hibernation. If if you're not going to be active, just put it into a good state where you can leave it because you don't have to worry that the dates are wrong, that this has to be changed. But just leave it in a in a general generic state. A good photo, a good message. 
updated know, banners updated banners click here for all of our music whatever it might be click here for tour mer old tour merchandise just keep it generic once something is over agreed yeah all right there you go we pulled another one out of our <laughs> Hopefully we'll have our, our guest on soon because I think we'll have a really good conversation. There you go. And and don't forget, Hypebot. Head over Hype to Hypebot.com. Yeah. Oh, best. I want to make a quick plug. Sure. So we've talked about Spotify playlists a lot. Hmm. We, yeah. are, we are starting something. We're, we're, we're dipping our toes in the water here. Um, we want to build a directory of Spotify third-party playlists. These are playlists that are not managed and controlled by spotify playlist by anybody else it can be anybody you the listener that we're talking to right now you create a, a playlist i don't care how big it is i don't care how small it is i don't care the genre head over to the domain submit your playlist.com and just fill out the info and basically what we want to do is create a directory of third-party playlists who want to have music submitted to them yeah. So if you've got a rock playlist and you're open to having people send you links to new rock music to consider adding, just fill out. It's it's a couple questions that you have to answer. There's no commitment, no fees. Um, and hopefully what we're going to be able to have here is a directory so people can start submitting music to you. Because yeah. playlists are definitely the future. They are so important. Yeah, look, this, this is your brainchild and... And I think it's really smart because there's really no avenue up until this. I'm sure there's people who have playlists that would love to be solicited music for it, regardless of the genre, um, that they'd love to hear from you know, people who have great music that they could add to their playlist. Well, this will give them an opportunity to do that for those that want to do that. Yeah, because the challenge has been, and we've talked about this, <laughs> tracking down and finding playlist owners Spotify doesn't give you the direct information within Spotify. So what we're saying is, are you a playlist owner on Spotify? Come to submit your submityourplaylist.com, fill out the info, and we will have a directory available to bands, managers, promoters, whatever, so they can submit music to you and your genre and hopefully get, some music, get their, their artists added to your playlist. Yeah, and reach out to us and let us know if you're hearing good music and if it's working for you, if people are submitting things. We'd love to hear about it. Yep. All right. So there you go. Till next week, Music Biz Weekly Podcast. We're out of here.